This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The countdown to one of the biggest shows on dirt this uh, Waitangi weekend. You've got 13 teams from uh, Auckland to Christchurch. Uh, International Speedway, teams racing. It's fantastic. It is, of course, uh, time for Superstock Team Championships for 2024. Louis, unsurprising, you know who won it last year? Canterbury, of course they did. Uh, G'day, Bruce Robinson. He joins the program to discuss this topic and this great weekend ahead. Uh, he, of course, is Palmerston North Speedway promoter. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. Looking forward to an awesome weekend here. Mate, you know, I, people are you know, I put my hand coming up. Into town I put my hand for up. It. Oh, they're arriving. Fantastic. Now, oh, now, yeah. I, I do like to ham up the rivalry between Wellington and Palmerston North, uh, being a Wellingtonian, so... Um, you know, forgive me if I if I make some underhand comments, but I'll, p- I'll put my hand up and say I'm a motorsport ignoramus. So there are going to be some dumb questions. Uh, what I'm right. staggered by, for, what I'm staggered by too, is, too pat- yeah. Before you get too patriotic about Wellington, they have just withdrawn about three days ago. I heard, and I was going to ask you, is it because we haven't <laughs> been able to get any water in Wellington to clean our clean our windows or something? That oh, they, they can't see out of the vehicles. <laughs> Is that the problem? Okay. I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah, it's, t- it's, it's, it's tough. It's a third world Wellington at the moment. Bruce, but, you know, for the uninitiated, I am one, and there's probably a lot of people who are. This is a big deal. Like You're talking, what, 10,000 fans each day, if not more? Keep going. More like 15. Unbelievable, it is. And they come from... And it's been like that for a long time, hasn't it? Many years. Well, it started back in 19... I think the first one was 1981 or 1982. I first ran the um, first team's champs. So what? By my maths, 44 years. Something along those lines. Uh, yeah, we're ah. there. This is our 44th year. Yep, you're right. you got good maths. But from... Yeah, I've also got a website in front of me. There you go. Um, oh, that, right. that, also, that, that also helps. That same website, though, has shown me images of camper vans, of tents. Seriously, this sounds more like a music festival than a sporting event. Do people camp out for this? Well, yeah, there's a big camping area on the arena there that uh, a lot of them camp at uh, with their camper vans and tents and buses and all the rest of it and the, the various camper campgrounds all around the region, actually. They're chock-a-block. Every motel's booked out. Every uh, every campground, every B and B, it's just huge. So it's a case of not just a sporting event; it, it's more of a community event in some way. That 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 proud sort of speedway community really gets together and revels in it. Oh yes, well people 
plan their annual holidays around this event. And like we have people from Australia here, we've got people coming in from the States, quite a few British coming in because there's a British team here, of course. And uh, it's it's just just awesome. It's a great opportunity opportunity for people to catch up with friends and, um, you know, people they've raced with over the years and that sort of thing. Passionate community, it obviously is. But why do you think it's so popular year in, year out? Because I guess you have a very well, high proportion of people returning each and every year, which is the greatest tick any sporting event can have, I guess. Well, I guess so, but I guess it's the unknown. I mean, any any team can win, and, and um, the teams are from individual tracks. So you've got you know a team from Hawke's Bay, for example. You've got a team coming down from Auckland. There's a, a Christchurch team. Uh, we used to have a Nelson team, but um, they're, they're rebuilding at the moment, and the um, Nelson Tigers were an awesome part of it back about five or six years ago. But um, of course, the local team, the Palmerston Panthers, um, you know, there's a team coming comes down from Taranaki. They're based out of Stratford there, Wanganui Warriors out of out of Wanganui, and uh, people from those tracks come and come and support their team, I guess, and. If their team is out of the competition, well, they'll soon find somebody else to support as well. Uh, the Panthers over the years have done very, very well. Unsurprising when they're on their home track, of course. But it's been a few years now since they've won it. They'll be smarting? Uh, they are. The trouble is, each year, every team gets better and better. At one stage, going back 10 or 15 years, you could think, well, that's a tough team, and that, that team is not quite so tough. So... Let's hope I get that one in the draw, and it'll be a bit easier for us. But now the, all the teams are very equal, and anybody has a chance of winning. So that's so. Does uh, it? And I guess that unknown is what brings people back every year. So is it stupid for me to ask you who are likely to be contenders? You just telling me it's one of those sports where it's on the day. It is, yeah. There's, in teams racing, there's quite a bit of luck. I mean. It's four cars from each t- each uh, track are, go out there, and uh, these cars are not um, demolition derby cars. They're hundred thousand dollar plus. Most of them are in the hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars each. They're worth, and they go out there and they do their best to knock the wheels off the opposition, roll them over, um, smash them against the wall if you can, and. Uh, Win by fair or foul means, really, as long as you keep it on the track. You can't attack from off the grass. The grass is a safety area. And uh, it's that's that's the, the basis behind it. So uh, is this cage fighting for cars? I, I, I read one line. One line. <laughs> um, Superstock racing allows for full contact, hardcore racing around oval dirt tracks with concrete walls in close proximity to the outside of the track. That's potentially quite dangerous. So I'm guessing there is a line, though, and I think you've kind of painted that picture. You, you, you can't just do anything. Uh, you, well, you, ca- you can't go the opposite direction. Um, there are some rules around that. <laughs> 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 Has anyone tried that? Has anyone yes, tried that? Yes, they have in the, past. in the past. That's why they bought that rule. In. And you, you can't... Um, you can't just sit there and and um, backed into the wall and when the opposition comes around, drive straight at them head on. 
I mean, they're doing around 120, 130 k's an hour, so it's 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 hard and fast and hectic. And each who, team who has, the, of course, their yeah, runners, yeah, and, and they also have block cars too, see, who will try and stop the opposition. Do you know who the first person to go back, go the wrong way was? Who who was the Dick Fosbury of, of Speedway? Um, I can't remember now who it would have been, but there were several of them that that did do it. I mean, I think Peter Wackeldean was one of them. Um, Clark Proctor was known for it. These are guys that have, um, you know, some at an older older age now, but um, in their in their heyday, they they were fearless. Man, this sounds a whole heap of fun. It all starts with and Louis chuckling away to himself. You got a question, mate? Feel free to chime in. <laughs> Oh, well, I am curious about the format. Like, is there qualifiers? Is it just straight shootout? Like, is it a bracket? No. How do how do you how do you make a final? Okay, they've all, already been, we've done a draw, and they, they we know which teams are against which teams. They they race two teams races on the qualifying night, and you get points from a hundred downwards, and uh, the four highest. Scoring teams go through to the Tier 1 final, I guess, and the next four go through to the Tier 2 semi-finals and, and final. So it's, um, it's done on points on, on the qualifying night, but when you get down to the finals, it's, it's first car across the line. Points don't matter. It's just whoever, whoever wins a race for the when you go for first and second or third and fourth. How many hours of entertainment on each day do, do the fans inside? Huge crowd, 14,000 uh, going to be there. It yep, starts at 6 o'clock and with a grand parade. That's a show on its own. You've got all the teams there and supporters are walking the track as well with them and they usually have some uh, big trucks with them or, or something that you know attracts the public or attracts their fans and um, we then finish the aim to finish at 10 30. Wow so, so four, like four, hour, four, four hours each day four that's, pre- that's pretty good value. Yeah. Louis yeah. got his hand up like he's a he's a very well behaved school well, child which would be a first. Well, because, because this sounds like the wild west of motor racing and I'm curious do you get Bruce have you had uh, other race car drivers from other codes and disciplines come and try and get involved and want to spin? Because I know guys like Shane Van Gisbergen, they'll, they'll drive anything they can get their hands on, is it? Have you had other race car drivers dip their toe into this? We we have, yeah. Like, um, there's it's it's pretty brutal out there, so the guys are, have got to be, you know, mentally conditioned to, to race in it, I guess. But... Um, you know, a lot of those um, guys will come out with, like we've got a British team out here this time, come all the way from halfway across the world. And um, we did have a Dutch team wanting to come out here at one stage, but they turned up here, trumpets blaring, and they were going to come back next season and create merry hell. And I said, come and see me after the meeting and we'll get things arranged. Never saw them. Ah, they probably lost their wallets, mate. Nice no, Dutch. Probably lost yeah, I saw one of, the, one of them in, in uh, Holland about three years later, and 
and talked to him about coming back out and all he could say was, oh, no, 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 too rough. <laughs> too, too rough, too rough. Uh, it all starts on Saturday in the square, 12.30, for scrutineering. What on earth right. is scrutineering? Scrutineering is making sure the vehicles comply. There's some very strict regulations as to... Um, I don't know the the car's condition and and you know whether whether everything's safe on the vehicles and that sort of thing. It's a it's a warrant of fitness check before they go racing, really. And, right. Uh, so it, like, the square is the number of people. It's shoulder to shoulder in the in the square at Palmerston North with the number of people that turn up there because all the teams are there with their merchandise and t-shirts and caps and hoodies and that sort of thing and people just are all there just wanting to see the latest, I guess, colours of their team and that sort of thing. What's the strangest illegal thing on a car that you found in your scrutineering? Well, oh, there are guys that have been picked up for oversized engines. You're restricted to about a four-litre engine, so um, the scrutineers have found that, you know, over the years, there's been a couple of guys with bigger engines than they should have had. But apart from that, there's, there's very little that they pick up. These guys have raced all season. See, they've done six or eight meetings, and, and every meeting you go to in, in stock car racing, super stock racing, you get checked. So um, the other thing is we've got a, some Americans out here in super saloons, which uh, we've got Bobby Pierce, who's just won the World of Outlaws championship in the United States, I think it was worth about 150000 to him. He's racing there on a Sunday. And uh, another top American, Jason Fager. These are a big uh, Corvettes, I guess they are, most of the cars, and they're non-contact, of course. There's no, you're not supposed to smash, but when you're doing the speeds, they are. The accidents do happen, of course. Of course. Wonderful time, a wonderful chat, Bruce. Thank you so much for joining us, um, enlightening yeah. Louie and I and, and many people listening. It's going to be a ru- <laughs> well. There, you you'd have to, to get come. me to Palmy though, mate. That's you know, it's well, that's difficult. Right. That's right. One of the roads are improved on the way up, uh, which is much quicker now. Uh, but it's going to be a heck of a day, a heck of a roar. Great crowd, people camping. It, it sounds absolutely awesome. I hope it goes well. And, and thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, thank you, Bruce Robinson, who is uh, the promoter. It sounds like they don't need promoting. It sounds like he didn't actually need to come on uh, and talk about it, Louis, because um, humming along, you know, 14,000 fans over two days. I do like this, too, that they're not trying to, you know, bleed every cat, bit, of, bit of dollar out of people who go through. You can bring your own prepared food into the arena. Gold. But, but it adds within reason for personal use. So you can't probably bring in a you know an eight course degustation menu which you normally eat uh, on most weekdays. Um, living the yeah, high lifestyle that you do, mate. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that I could get my butler and my per- my per- personal chef uh, through the gate free of charge? Because probably it, not. Within within reason. Um, unbelievable. Forty four years. It it shows you how what happens when you build a community and you build tradition 
and lots of sport in New Zealand's missing that yes. at the moment. That camaraderie and that community and that shoulder to shoulder. Or come to, come on the Friday, have a look at the cars. Um, you know that that welcome, that warmth. I think a lot of sport could get back to that. It's kind of how the way it used to be before we over commercialised and sterilised everything to become TV products. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I, I think there's a real element of truth to that. You know, this is the 44th running um, of this event. I, I'd love to throw out to fans who've been. If you've heard the promoter's perspective, if you've been or go regularly, go on, blow its trumpet. Uh, let us know. You can either text in double eight double three, pick up a phone, 0800 150 811. I've got a couple of messages. Um, greatest team in history, the Wellington Jesters. Oh, it had to be a Wellington side, didn't it, Louis? Um, sure. V-dubs with V8 motors. <laughs> That's counterintuitive, doesn't it? V-dubs with V8 motors. How about these maybe, names? Maybe, 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 names? Maybe, maybe, maybe they were the, the the original, our engines are oversized brigade, and, and they forced the scrutineers to start scrutinising. Wilbur Charles, Hugh Tunnelly, Alan Eager, and Ian Taylor, best ever at Timarua, writes Craig. Sorry, Jack Naru might have been in there somewhere, he writes. Wilbur Charles, what a great name. That is a fabulous name. Sounds like, um, can I just, it sounds like Wilbur Charles should have been racing a, a Rolls Royce in, you know, kind of the, the Great Depression in like the late 20s. Yeah, you know, he should have been racing in Chariots of Fire by the, by the sound. He should have been running in slow motion along the beach with a name like that. Hugh Tunnelly, um, Alan Eager, A Eager, an Eager one uh, in, in stock cars. Um, I'm not sure if any of these uh, individuals were mentioned as the ones who just decided to try it the other way. Break, break with convention. Just kind of. Imagine being there. What, what? He's turning around. He's, he's going to do it. He's driving the wrong way, man. Uh, the questions are flooding it. Any sledging or tampering with other cars illegally? Question mark. Rory, I, I, I wish I had that before I hung up. Yeah, and uh, this one, this Palmy North Racing Meeting interview is going to be the, to top the famous Pigeon Racing Man interview from many years ago. Yeah, it was an absolute classic, Pigeon Racing. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, you, th- Those who encouraged us on Monday, or Tuesday I think it was, were text and phone calls, I can't remember, it might have been Justin who called in to, after the initial Yeah, from text. the coast. I just say thank you. I just say thank you. I've learned a whole heap, and that looks fun. Camping to a sporting event for a couple of nights, Lily. That rules out my wife. We'll never go camping here. Means I can smell a boys' weekend away, mate. Fancy going to Parma next year? Getting in a getting oh. in a tent with Huckleberry and me? Hundred percent. They probably I'm let's have coming. a look. I mean, I'm not coming. <laughs> what? Why are you coming? What? I'm not sharing a, I'm not, I'll come. Coming? I'll come. I'm not sharing a tent with Daniel McCarty though. I refuse. Oh, so why? Why? Wow. How do you know about my personal hygiene levels? How do you know about my, wow. my sleep habits? What do you know? Have you been, you've been in the same city with me for one day in your life? I don't trust. I will you. not stand. I don't for trust that. you. I will not stand this yeah. character assassination. Good instincts. Good instincts, Huckleberry. Good instincts, mate. <laughs> Look, his wife won't go camping with him. Well, probably camping in general. But uh, no, we can do it. Yeah. It's like it's like um, New Zealand Bathurst, except more sketchy and sounds like anything goes. Imagine if they imagine if Murph just spun around one day in Bathurst and in qualifying and, and started going the other way. 
<laughs> well, I might actually watch all eight hours of Bathurst then. Uh, if he does do that, that would be quite spectacular. Anyway, what's it? Gee, it's already 25 minutes after 10 o'clock. Oh, I'm so lost. It's one of those days. We'll talk sport and other nonsense after the break.